Welcome to Morning Momentum, your daily dose of encouragement by Russell Harbaugh, blogger at thecaffeinatedleader.com and business consultant at Higher Visions Coaching, Training, and Consulting, timeforvision.net. So this morning we're going to continue on our um, week focus on uh, motivational theories and, and the top motivational theories that have come from the last uh, century of organizational and motivational uh, psychology. And so on Monday, if you remember, we looked at the incentive theory, which is kind of the theory that we are motivated to do or not do things based upon the external reward we're going to get or external reward we're not going to get um, for the effort we put in. And then yesterday we looked at drive theory, which is all about we do or don't do things based upon the tension of the context or environment that we're in or the situation. And so we use the analogy that if uh, I wasn't planning on purchasing anything, then all of a sudden I have a 40% off coupon that pops on my phone and it expires by midnight, that all of a sudden that creates a tension and could motivate me to go ahead and make a purchase that I normally wouldn't have because of the tension of missing out on such a great deal and being that person that missed the great deal when I might go to work tomorrow and everybody's talking about it and I would be the one that missed out. So it creates enough tension to, to move me towards purchasing when I wasn't in that kind of mood already. So this morning we're going to look at the next one um, that was kind of a big theory over the last, in kind of the evolution of, of motivational psychology. And it's what's called the arousal or adrenaline theory of motivation. And this is a peculiar theory that suggests that we are motivated to do things based upon how far away we are currently um, from our adrenaline baseline. So um, it's saying we, we have this adrenaline baseline that are, uh, that we, our bodies, our minds, our psychology, our personalities, whatever, want to maintain. And if we get too far under that or over that, um, we're motivated to take action. So if it gets a little low, we will seek out excitement in some way. If our adrenaline is too high, we will be motivated to take things easy, find ways to disengage and relax, right? So I, I feel this theory is a little lacking. It's a little simplistic, um, but it is, it is kind of interesting, we all certainly do have different times when we are overstimulated and we want to meditate, rest, seek solitude, go fishing, read a good book, just get away. And there's definitely times we're very bored and, and we'll jump at the chance to do something crazy when opportunity presents itself. I think that's probably true and it probably um, reverts back to a little bit of drive theory and that tension that we talked about. So this might be kind of a... a Another way of looking at the drive theory, but through adrenaline and status instead of our um, what drive theory talks about. So I tend to believe, um, however, that there are many other factors that are working together to guide and influence our choices. And so this one, just on our adrenaline factors alone, I think is a little oversimplified. Um, in organizational culture, in the workplace, this theory might have a little bit of use in giving understanding as to why some staff tend to be front and center and have a voice in everything, um, while there's others 
that you know slink back, stay quiet, resist bringing attention to themselves. Um, personally, I think that has probably a lot more to do with personality type, past experiences, their confidence, um, and those kind of things probably play a bigger role than just uh, the adrenaline uh, level that they're having and they need to uh, you know do something exciting to come up or get a way to go down. But but uh, it is an interesting um, theory, and so I've been kind of thinking about it, how that would uh, play over to you know a team you're managing or in marketing or anything like that. And I think it what came to mind was you know if if you're work if you're creating an environment where your employees are working and it's the same environment all day long, uh, it could lead some to. Um, boredom or or because there's not enough uh, variation throughout the day to not be as productive as their mind kind of slips into daydreaming or they just get bored you know that kind of stuff so I was thinking you know adrenaline theory might be helpful if you um, create environments that would allow you to uh, allow somebody to, you know, to have their deep work time where they need to be closed off and quiet. But then also in the same work day, there's um, more of an open place. They can go for walks. They can get out in the sunlight. Um, they have an open culture to where, yes, they do deep work stuff that's expected of them, but they don't uh, feel shamed or like they're going to get in trouble if they need to go kind of walk around the office and have a little bit of social time. Or maybe there's different environments. There's kind of deep um distraction-free environments where they can do deep work, um, different rooms set up for that. And then maybe there's uh, other areas that are more set up for um, creativity and and uh, collaboration and those kind of things. And so um, the adrenaline theory, arousal theory, and that of motivation might help a person um, enjoy their job more, get more creative if they have these different environments and they're not always forced in one thing for the whole day. Um where it you know they end up not enjoying the work not being creative not being productive because this is creating a, a problem for them so that's just one area i thought maybe um to think on on this theory of how you could apply it to the workplace um, as far as marketing and sales i think the adrenaline theory could help but we keep that in mind when we're creating advertising and stuff so you know if you're selling uh uh, mountain bikes and stuff like that. You, you, you're kind of creating a uh, a world where it's fun and adventurous, and you're selling this thing. And to those that maybe have been cramped up in that office all week, and they need some kind of adventure, right? Or or you're marketing um, your spa, or getting your nails done, or, or or something, pampering yourself, or something like that. You're speaking to the person that's kind of been in the rat race all week long right and so it's there you're giving them something and and they're going to be like oh man i need that to kind of calm down and get back to my baseline from a hectic week so anyway that's the arousal or adrenaline theory of motivation and i think they all kind of work together so i think it's it's a good thing to to know about all these and a little bit how they the, the psychology and all of them because i think they all go together um, to help us lead our teams be better leaders and market and be better marketers and so I hope something in here was interesting to you. Um, the next, tomorrow we're going to look at the humanistic theory of motivation. 
And then uh, Friday is one of my favorites. It's called the expectancy theory. And uh, it's going to be a little harder to explain without a, a big whiteboard or something. But we'll give a, we'll do our best. So um, anyway, um, that's it for this morning. I hope something in there was um, intriguing to you, gave you something to think up for the day. But um, we'll see you tomorrow. This is Russell Harbaugh, and I hope you really enjoyed today's encouragement from Morning Momentum. If you did, I'd love for you to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcast listening from and leave a positive review, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, and share with any uh, friends or family or coworkers who might uh, benefit from the daily motivation, wisdoms, and and nuggets of, of training that I'll be doing as I go forward in this. If uh, you ever need help with um, personal or professional development, team development, um, or anything to do with marketing or, or business systems from collections to, to uh, invoicing, all the way up to strategy and vision and mission, um, board retreats, how to network properly, how to use lead groups, BNIs, use, uh, network at Chamber of Commerce, any of those kind of things and get the maximum benefit from those, please don't hesitate to go to timeforvision.net and click the button that says free consultation. And one of our team members will get back with you and we'll just uh, figure out how we may be able to help and, and pour into you and help you with your business. Till next time, this is Russell Harbaugh, the caffeinated leader from thecaffeinatedleader.com. See you in the morning.